Hello and welcome to For or Against. It's a Mike's only episode, for hosts anyway. Listeners with any name are always welcome. On my mic, you're hearing me, Mike McFadden, and joining me on his mic is Mike Winand. Mike, hi. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm doing very well. Was we that a fun cram- thing to say that I wrote? in a lot of mics. I should have pre-read that or read that before. <laughs> but I think I did it pretty good going you live. You did a great job. You did a great well, job. I appreciate that. It's just the two of us. Robbie and Patrick were uh, busy and uh, we were uh, too lazy to ask Courtney. <laughs> so sorry, Courtney. We wish you were here, but uh, we probably would have been people. a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or Lexi, or even your spouse has been on the show before. We have or a lot anybody. of options. This, this is not a hard job. A lot of people could do it. <laughs> We'd have no excuse. That being said, I'd like to hear what's been going on in your life, Mike, this past week. Oh, you know, it's Texas. It's getting hot. Uh, longest day of the year was yesterday, uh, dating ourselves in 2021. Um, and uh, it, it's been uh, fun starting to get out in the world. I mentioned that last week. Went to a concert this week. I'm going to go to an art show with other human beings going to be there. As you know, I have an art degree, um, a minor, which, but you know, it's still major in my heart. Um, <laughs> so I'm very excited about that. So yeah, things are going well. How about you, Mike? Uh, well, for me this past week, uh, yesterday to be specific, or maybe two days ago, sorry, time is a flat circle. Uh, I, summer, uh, a teacher on summer break knows <laughs> yeah, no, no, neither no, night no. nor day. Right. Uh, my friend and I, uh, Kevin Gloez, we launched a website that we've been semi-secretly working on for the past couple of months. It's paraffin.io, P-A-R-A-F-F-I-N.io. And it is a marketplace for NFTs on the WAX blockchain. So this is sort of like the next step in in my uh, entrance into the, the crypto uh, world of non-fungible tokens and such. So that was kind of exciting. And I, it was still a soft beta release. We're not like fully out there. I mean, you can go to the website, uh, but uh, got some some uh, good a good reception from the NFT community of which I'm a part. So that was kind of exciting. Congrats, Mike. I know you've been working on that for a while um, under wraps, um, but now I can I can tell the secret. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm I'm happy to keep talking to you and to fall into the abyss that is uh, <laughs> cryptocurrency. Uh, communities because i know those can be a dark place please stay yeah please keep your head above above water and out of the clouds i feel somewhat fortunate that i'm now uh 35 and almost 36 uh and i'm getting into this space with some experience in life i feel (laughs) like if if i was 18 19 20 getting into this uh, we probably wouldn't be friends 13, 16 years <laughs> later. And I don't think I would go by um, the, the name Mike. I'd probably have some sort of weird crypto. It's 899. Yeah, yeah, who knows? But uh, <laughs> I think I'm, I'm keeping everything within track. And uh, if, But if I do cross over into some weird nebulous world of um, <laughs> whatever. World, yeah. Uh, Please you only exist back. online now. <laughs> That's in the metaverse. First man to become uh, non-fungible himself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very, very good. Uh, I believe every man and woman is non-fungible. I suppose, uh, but not on the blockchain. But not on the blockchain. Very good. <laughs> good save. All right, Mike, it's time to play lightning for or against. We're going one-on-one this week. We each have six topics requiring a decision that the other is not aware of. We'll discuss it. We'll argue about it for a bit, and then we'll decide if we are for or against that topic. It's pretty simple. And here we go. I think we're going to go back and forth where you're going to go, then I'm going to go. We'll go three, commercial break, three more, and then that'll be it. That'll be the show. So take it it. away, Mike. 
Yeah, not taking up too much of people's time. Uh, Today's first topic is alkaline water. This is something you see all over the, uh, the supermarkets these days. This is water that is alkaline, meaning that its pH level is uh, higher than seven. Uh, you're a science, you're a, a teacher, so you you are closer to this stuff than me. But essentially, the food, the theory is, the food that we eat typically is acidic, uh, with lower, a pH level lower than lower seven. than seven. So to drink water that is higher it balances all of your shit out, and you're good. <laughs> um, is this bullshit or is this uh, is this something that's worthwhile, Mike? I think this is mostly bullshit. I. I don't, uh, you know, have a degree in chemistry. The last chemistry class that I took was it? I did. I took one in college. Actually, that's where Michelle and I met. Oh. Uh, so, so chemistry has a a warm place in my heart. Uh, but I wasn't good at chemistry. Um, I passed it. I probably got an A. Definitely a B. That's definitely not a C. Um, all that being said, I I don't think this is not scientific, but I think this is all hogwash. <laughs> what the pH nothing, is hog's wash? I don't know what the pH level of hogwash <laughs> is, uh, but it's probably as useful to you as alkaline water. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, the human body has done a pretty good job, uh, you know, balancing itself out. So far, out. so good. Yeah, so far, so good. I don't think this is you know, the thing that we need necessarily to right our wrongs. I'm against alkaline water. I will just drink water. How about you, Mike? Michael, you are correct. Uh, It is uh, totally uh, meaningless. Now I see brands like not only can you get alkaline water, but you can choose the pH level like eight, (laughs) nine, ten. Uh, depending on the uh, the minerals that they put into it, and it's just a marketing ploy. There's no evidence that I've ever seen that it's that it works. What I really loved and what sold me that it's bullshit is that uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, who we've mentioned on this show before, and her and her website we? Goop. I kept talking about how Goop is is silly. It's, it seems um, like we've probably talked. I'm about sure her. we've talked about <laughs> a lot of things. We've talked for two full days worth of this podcast. If you can, that's true. It. But um, uh, she had a. a recommended alkaline water and her pro tip if you want to make it a little bit better is to put some lemon juice in it and acid <laughs> thereby not making it alkaline anymore uh, i think she had the uh, i think she had the same recommendation for her jade eggs that she was selling <laughs> lemon juice right. all right we'll see who understood that joke <laughs> um all right my turn my first topic for the evening um and unlike pat there will be no coherence or connectivity between any of my topics that's okay that's okay that's just um, pat in life so, so life don't guy. try to find a thread here there's no thread <laughs> to be found my first topic is cap on the bottom condiments a couple years ago maybe a decade or so uh, ago, uh, the fine people at Heinz and uh, Hidden Valley Ranch decided that bottles of condiments um, were were the wrong direction and the cap needed to be on the bottom, uh, not at the top. Are you for or against this? Is this is this a just a novelty that has stuck around too long? Or is this a does this serve a function? Are you for or against cap on the bottom condiment bottles? (laughs) The cap on the bottom bottles I uh, will only purchase them now if if there's an option. Uh, utilizing the basic power of gravity to make things easier in life. Uh, I'm only embarrassed for the human race that it took us this long to think of that. 
Um, that's correct. I think we can get into a bigger argument about what type of shampoo bottle the cap is right. Uh, we can mm. save that for another day. But uh, thank you, Mr. or Mrs. Hines, for uh, for making it my life one second easier because I don't have to <laughs> tap the side. Got to tap that 57. That's what they used to say. Yeah. Mike, Mike, you are correct. Um, however, you're missing an important distinction in that because the condiment is sitting properly, the pooling of the liquid ketchup point. happens up on top and you don't end up, if you're the first dispenser of said ketchup who forgets to shake the bottle, you don't end up with a soggy bun. So this is another reason that to tomato be for, water. Yeah, to be for the cap on the bottom. And I want to just... Uh, point one thing out that I once got into like an hour long discussion, really more an argument with my older brother um, about how he was talking about how they, uh, the new bottles were upside down. I said, no, they're not upside down. The cap is just on the bottom. They are precisely Same the top. way that they are supposed to be. Um, so Bill, in case you have forgotten that argument that we had in 2003, <laughs> I want you to remember that I was right. They were right side up. It just so happened that the right side for the cap was at the bottom the we are not related but i can i there's dozens of times i'm sure that you tried to pull me into a semantic argument <laughs> i can only imagine what it's like when there's a sibling sibling rivalry so therefore i uh, i apologize to, to bill or i sympathize with him at the very I, least i believe no you might not remember this but i think maybe the the the, uh, the memory is lasting but the details have faded i believe we got into a similar argument about yogurt and gogurt and what it is once it leaves its container once it leaves the vessel <laughs> Still gogurt? Is it still gogurt? <laughs> if, it is, if it is no longer in said vessel, uh, I'm gonna I, say it remains gogurt. It's like art. It isn't the interpretation of the of its uh, of the observer. And I took the opposite position. <laughs> I'm it sure it trans transforms. It's no into, longer gogurt it into its original yogurt. substance. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> the body of Christ transcends into gogurt. Yeah, that's what yes. it is. That's transformation or whatever. It's in the Bible. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, I think we're on to you now. Yeah. Uh, my next number two. My next topic is a, a website I'd like to go have you go to. I'm going to drop it into our our Zoom box here. It okay. is inkbox.com inkbox.com this is a website that's uh selling temporary tattoos oh. temporary tattoos for adults these are yes. tattoos that look real that you can uh put uh on your body <laughs> you know that's where tattoos go <laughs> and they last for up to two weeks uh and they're working on some that will last for a month uh, you can even customize them or talk to somebody and get some tattoo recommendations. Uh, temporary tattoos for adults. Are you for or against? I am familiar with this concept. I, I think probably I've even been to this website before. Wow. And I, uh, I will say, I'm going to come out and say I'm for this. Now, I think that they need to change their branding a little bit because a tattoo is a thing it is a permanent mark on oneself and so the idea of a temporary tattoo is like this is a thing that it's not is basically right. what they're saying i would prefer if they'd call this like body art although now that i say that out loud now that sort of takes me into a place of like painting a human body so right. i take it back i'm for temporary tattoos Great. And I'm this over idea <laughs> 
Uh, I I think I would like a tattoo, but the permanence of <laughs> said tattoo is not something that I could commit to. And so this would allow me to, you know, test it out, give it a dry run. And then if I decide that I do really like it, then um, then maybe I do go ahead and, and ink it up permanently. Um, I have no tattoos, and um, I, but I, I sort of like I, I could see doing this. I could see yeah. it. Yes, I'm for. All right, Michael? I was I was trying to goad you in the in the opposite direction, but uh, you're right. Uh, people like what they like, and they like to express themselves wherever they want to express themselves. And if it's uh, you know, temporary tattoo, go for it. I could see myself doing this for Halloween, or I've got a um, uh, an event coming up that uh, I need to really make a splash with uh, with my presentation. I won't go into details, but this could be an option. Um, and also, if I were to get a tattoo, maybe I want to try it on for a couple of weeks and see if that uh, if that feels right. So I think there's a couple of different uh, audiences for this, but I think you're right. Inkbox needs to change their entire, uh, you know, marketing look and and their ideal customer profile because everyone on this website looks like a complete tool. Um, <laughs> they all look like they're on something at a rave, uh, and that's not the audience. It's men like you and me, women who are want to try something new. You know, not necessarily just 19 year olds who are, you know, uh, almost uh, completely unclothed except for uh, their tattoos. Yeah, and these are all really cool. If you look at most of them, they're mo at least the ones that I'm looking at. I'm on the, uh, the sale page. <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> You're going to make a purchase cheapest. live on air. Yeah, um, like they're, they're all black. And so, like, they're minimalist in design. If I were to get a tattoo, it would be of this aesthetic. Okay. So this is this is speaking my language. I think I, I need to find like a a pine tree scene. I think that's what I'm gonna go. I'll have to come back to this a little bit later. I am for you are for everybody. All right. Else should be yeah, they've got some uh, collabs with artists. Uh, yeah, they got some cool stuff. Yes, um, definitely. But, yeah, even if it wasn't for me, people like what they like. <laughs> All right. Um, next topic for me, uh, having nothing to do with any of my other topics. Actually, this one kind of actually has something to do with my previous topic. Nathan's 4th of July hot dog eating contest, which is very closely associated with condiments. Are you yeah. for or against uh, the premier um, uh, gastronomy contest <laughs> of the year? Gastrointestinal, perhaps not yes. gastronomy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, is, I, is gastronomy uh, a word? Gastronomy I is, up? but I think that's, okay. it's a fancy made up word to describe the creation of food, right? Okay. And the eating of food is, okay, is masturbation. I don't know. Uh, I'll have to go back to school. But uh, yeah, this is kind of a very American thing, although for a long time it was Kobayashi from Japan, yeah. uh, who, uh, who was the, the most yeah, well-known uh, hot dog eater now. Uh, supplanted for many years as the reigning champion of Joey Chestnut, sure. uh, quite a character. That's his real God-given name. <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> what a poor soul that is, but he has found his path. Uh, I'm sure it's probably not great for you, and I don't know if this is something that we should be promoting for uh, the youth of America to eat as many hot dogs as possible, but somehow it just feels right, particularly on the 4th of July. Eating is what we're good at. 
Let's celebrate it the best way we know how by watching some stranger almost kill himself with <laughs> Yes. And the interesting thing about it is the top competitive eater, uh, eaters, they're all somewhat athletic. Like you would think it would be an enormous fat It's a strain on one's body. <laughs> right. And so they, you know, there's an endurance, um, you know, during and they never after. look like they're having a good time. No, they don't. <laughs> even after they've won. Um, I, when Jack was born, he was born in April. I was like, I want to make it, you know, our thing where every year on the 4th of July, we'll watch the hot dog eating contest. And when he was just a couple of months old, we watched the first one. And then the next year I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I think I'm going to resume I like it again. knowing that it exists. You know, yeah, well, I'm never going to watch I wanna it. I want to resume it. Oh, you've never watched it? Uh, maybe once I have. Yeah, I've seen the highlights. Yeah, I've seen the highlights on ESPN. Sports Center, yeah. Yeah, very good. <laughs> if you can call it a sport. <laughs> all right, I'm for. I, I, I'm all about this. All right, Mike, back to you. Uh, my next topic uh, is uh, TikTok for adults. Uh, TikTok is not going anywhere. We thought it was a fad. Uh, previously on this show, we talked about um, what was the one where you needed a, uh, a pass, you needed a code, and you had one. Oh, and we uh, Clubhouse. Clubhouse. We, we can't even remember the name of it because it came <laughs> and went so quickly. But TikTok's not going anywhere. Um, and it's evolved. It's no longer just uh, people dancing. It's actually uh, creative works of art. I do not have a TikTok, but Mike McFadden, would do you? Would you ever get one? Yeah, um, I have created several accounts um, over the past couple of years um, be, for, for a couple of reasons. Um, almost any time there is a new social media platform, um, I will hop on it and uh, check it out for a couple give of reasons. Give all your One, data to whoever wants. <laughs> yeah, give my data to the Chinese Communist Party. Um, but uh, one just out of curiosity, I um, consider myself uh, technologically savvy. And one of the ways that I remain savvy is by getting my hands on the, the new it thing. And so, you know, I was early to Clubhouse, um, not because I was particularly interested in it, but I just I was curious and I wanted to right. see, you know, what was there. But also there's turns like out a, not that much. <laughs> yeah, not that much. Turns out Twitter uh, was able to uh, copy their entire feature And Spotify set does it now. Yeah. In, in about uh, an hour. And I think it's coming to Microsoft Excel next. Um, so uh, Control I think F V yeah. to open up a chat. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Spotify or uh, uh, what do you TikTok for adults? I'm, I'm four, but um, oh, well, I also want to say. I get on early so that I can preserve my username so that someone else doesn't snatch it up. Cause there is another Mike McFadden who actually looks very similar I bet to there me. are a lot of them out there. No, but there's, there's a Mike McFadden who almost all of my accounts are M McFadden, except for on Twitter. He beat me to it. And he's like a computer programmer about Jerk. my age. And so he's like this very similar Mike McFadden. So I always have to beat him <laughs> to the username, <laughs> um, which I, I usually can. Um, but anyway, um, th there's a caveat to this. Like, yeah, if you're an adult, go ahead, try um, TikTok. Is it the it's, creation or just the viewing? Um, I'm, I really think that it's fine either way. But my caveat is you can't be too early. Um, TikTok used to be Musical.ly um, before they were purchased. Um, and that was like... I think they maxed out at age 13. It was like the 11 to, to 
11 to 13 year old crowd. And I remember having a conversation with Robbie about this a couple of years ago because him being in the music industry, like a lot of talent was coming from there. And so like the music industry was like watching these, you know, kids who were performing on this platform just kind of interesting but but you can't be like the 36 year old guy you don't want to be rob (laughs) you don't want to be rob yeah so you you don't want to be a silver in that regard um but like all of these platforms facebook was exclusively for college students now it's exclusively for um the baby boomer generation yeah for uh and and q and on fanatics (laughs) (laughs) um so all of these platforms, they they age up either because their user base grows with them and over, you know, five years, that 15-year-old becomes a 20-year-old. And five years isn't that long of a time in the grand scheme of things. Um, but then also, um, you know, when, when you're 20 uh, years old and you, your parents want to know what's going on, like they're going to join Instagram to, you know, see your posts. <laughs> so like all of these things age up, it's an inevitability. It's a maturity model, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. There's you just, an you arc. just can't be too early like Robbie. Or too like. late because then it's just QAnon. Yeah. So far, man, we are, we're right on the money. TikTok is okay for adults. I was secretly had had an ulterior motive for bringing this one up uh, because I've been watching some creators, if they call them on reels, which I think are kind of funny or doing interesting things. Reels uh, is Instagram's version of Instagram. TikTok, right? Exactly. Instagram okay. reels, which is okay. a copy of TikTok because trying to, to take that on. And a lot of people just repost the stuff that's on TikTok onto their reels as well to get a larger audience. Uh, and Flavia hates my wife, Flavia hates that I watch this. She thinks it's so stupid. But if you say that it's okay and there's lots of other people, I may may just get a, well, a voyeuristic what, what creators, uh, TikTok. What creators are you following? Like what what I'd is have the to creation? my phone is off because well, I don't could you just give me an example of the type yeah, of there's content? A guy, are these dance there's moves? This, are they this, comedians? They're comedians, yes. Uh there's this one guy who had a uh like a traveling uh like live lit story that he used to do and then stopped doing that and got a real job. But then now with TikTok, he's been telling his stories about his own life, which are wild, but also poignant and kind of touching um, in just, you know, 30 second, 60 second bits. Um, yes. and, and they've been very, yeah, they've been very uh, interesting for me and a fun thing to watch on the toilet. So give me my toilet videos. Uh, I'm going to try <laughs> and I don't think I'll post anything, but uh I, it's it's not yet it's where I'm not being voyeuristic it's it's to enough people now we've we've crossed the Rubicon there and it's not yet to the point where uh, I'm going to hear about how the the blockchain is actually a, an alien um, technology um, yeah. Yeah, but once it does uh, you'll have to tell me when so uh, cool yeah. I'll let you know how TikTok goes for me. Now, one one other point as far as I guess we are creators and that we've been doing a podcast for over a year now. Whoa. Um, my understanding is that TikTok is one of the few social media platforms that still has um, like virality baked in. Like you can go from zero to a million followers overnight if you scratch the right itch. If the algorithm um, chooses you. Yes, but um, but uh, that that's not the case. Like it won't happen on Instagram. Right. If you look at our Instagram at Four Against Pod. <laughs> You will see. That's not. We got about a hundred, or, or maybe we're just terrible. Friends. 
I don't know. Okay. Um, moving along, my next topic, uh, sleeping in a Walmart parking lot. Now, before you answer this question. Voluntarily. Yes, um, <laughs> voluntarily. Walmart is one of uh, the few places that allows um, road trippers and RV travelers to uh, post up in a parking lot overnight. Um, right. I, I believe it's I could be wrong about this, but I believe it's actually policy that it is uh, permissible to do so. Whereas most places like, you can't do it. like the cops will come and kick you out if you're there between the hours of 2 a.m. and 6 a.m. But Walmart, you can. Mike, uh, you're a, a traveler. You're one who's generally open to new experiences. Yeah. Is sleeping in a Walmart parking lot with other Walmart parking lot sleepers something that you are interested in doing and would like to try? Uh like to try no um <laughs> this is uh certainly there are people who who have no other option uh people who are unhoused in this country are far too many and and systematically uh pushed into no you're, those you're taking this into a but depressing i know i want but i'm lane. done with that that's I'm not what i'm talking about i'm talking about the about people, the people voluntarily yes. voluntarily doing this when they have the means to be elsewhere um mm -hmm. Listen, if you save up and you're going to say, I'm going to go on a road trip, I'm going to see my friends and you don't have enough money for a Motel 6, you don't have enough money for that trip. You have to save more money. But um, Mike, what if, what if, no, my devil's advocate here. What if you have the, the, enough money to stay in a Motel 6 every night? You just but, don't want to. But no, you, you go one night, Walmart parking lot, the next night in like a super eight. It's two better than a motel six. Like you have like a good <laughs> night in and off. And it's like you could, so you're doing it, you know, not because you have to, but you're sort of like, I'm going to save a little bit here. So now I can splurge over here. No, it, that's not a splurge for you or for <laughs> me uh, or anybody who, who would think that, um, you know, they'd have enough to do this unless they had no other choice. Um, no, I hate it when people like try and people are so weary of, of trying to you know they're they're very cost averse and and you know you got to live your life and enjoy yourself it's going to end at any minute i don't want to look back and like i should have spent more time in parking lots like i hate like people will spend way more time and effort to save five dollars or you know in this case sixty dollars than they will you know if you spend an hour you know you can make sixty dollars you know, and, and, but they don't go out for those efforts. They want to save. I hate penny pinchers like this. It's pointless. The only person you're hurting is yourself. You feel smarter and superior than everybody because like you hacked the system. No, you didn't. You just had a bad night's sleep and now you have sciatica. So that's your fault again. What if you had an RV? Does that change the equation for yeah, you? Absolutely. That's a des design for that. Um, I, I'm not an R RV enthusiast myself. But there are RV parks. Go to an RV park for safety purposes. Don't do it in a in a Walmart. <laughs> All right, uh, I am intrigued by the possibility. I know you of, pretty well. Of meeting other people and like learning, and having them chop your leg from off. An anthropological, you know, standpoint. Like, who are these Walmart parking dwellers? Um, who are these although <laughs> who are these folks I, although i think um in practice 
I would spend the 60 bucks at the uh, Motel 6. I, I think at the end of the day, I don't want to socialize with the Walmart parking lot people. They probably don't have a lot that can expand your mind in any way. Maybe it's a party. Go. Maybe it's like the best. It could be. And you won't know until you try it. So I'm going to I'm gonna stay uh, tentatively. I'm for doing this one time. What time? And then maybe, and then maybe forever. All right, I'll do it with you. If that time goes, goes. I'll keep right. you watch Sounds... my back. I'll watch yours. <laughs> so, yeah, we won't sleep a wink. We'll, just stay we'll do that. Uh, that that um, Forrest Gump, Gump thing where they sit, <laughs> yeah. yeah sit next to each other back to back. That way you back don't go back. Wet. Perfect. All right, let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. For Against is brought to you by our very own merch store. That's right. We have merch. Visit foragainstpod.com shop to check out our spirited apparel and home goods. We've partnered, uh, partnered with on-demand printing and fulfillment company printful.com. So that means that any idea we have for a product can quickly be uploaded to our store, processed by them, and purchased by you. Check out our merch store at foragainstpod.com shop. And really quickly, I'd like to give the world an update. I have created the Cod Arado design. It's I have not yet beautiful. uploaded it. I haven't uploaded it yet to the, to the shop, but it exists. Maybe put guy, it up I, there before this goes out. Maybe. We'll maybe. see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm buying one as soon as I can. I wanted to hear your thought, Mike. Should this also be wall art? It's beautiful. Listen, so <laughs> the Colorado, he has Colorado spelled the way that I artistically say it. Um, <laughs> it is a fish in the uh, within overlaid over a, a map of the central Great Plains of the United States uh, where Colorado, Colorado should be. There's a cod um, and it's beautiful and it's hand handmade by our our uh, dear leader, Mike McFadden, he spent way too much time on it, clearly, because it's beautiful. Um, if you support, if you if you like the show, if you want to support the show, if you want to support the creations that 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 if you want to support our art, this would be a great way to do it. Mike's going to put it on 100 uh, percent cotton uh, shirts, uh, none of that tribal and stuff this time. And uh, it's going to be beautiful. And maybe we'll make it a wall art if, if other people want to share it. Maybe. We'll talk to the folks over at Inkbox and we'll put it on our bodies. We'll see. <laughs> For Against is also brought to you by CryptoSwatches.com. A crypto swatch is a digital collectible traded on the WAX blockchain. They're the easiest, most accessible way to get started learning about non-fungible tokens and crypto art. Visit now available on Paraffin. Now available on Paraffin.io. Visit CryptoSwatches.com today or Paraffin.io. And we're back. All, All right. right, Mike. We've made it past the commercial break. We've done three topics each. We've got three topics each more. Uh, let's go back to you. Back to me. Uh, back to you. Believe it or not, the 2020 uh, Olympics is coming up this summer in 2021. I don't know, <laughs> really remember why, but uh, they're having them. Uh, and baseball will be a part of it uh, for the first time since 2008. It will not be a part of uh, 2024 uh the arguments the reason why it's so controversial is because not that many countries play it and the best players in the world uh are playing major leagues at the same time and therefore it's uh not exactly the cream of the crop however baseball being america's pastime you're a red-blooded american mike are you for or against baseball in the olympics i have some clarifying questions if i may go for it will Will this be like what the NHL used to do? Like, are they taking a break? And they are not. No, it's so going to keep no going. 
players from the major league baseball. Not any that are on current rosters. No. <laughs> so, uh, so it's who's uh, is this gonna be like Frank Thomas and like just a bunch of like you're retired? Not, you're not that far off. I think the biggest star is Matt Kemp on the US team. He's like Didn't 38, he... been out of the league for a couple years, but he's been a an all all star many times. He just um is a little long in the tooth, as they say. And then the other side is you've got like uh kids who weren't quite good enough to be in the college world series because that's still going so you've got this like middle ground of like people who you know have been around the baseball world the other side of it though is the the japanese league which is the second strongest league they are stopping so anybody who is in that league will be able to participate Oh, okay. So uh, I have a lot to process right now because <laughs> part of me likes the idea of like my, ch- like, I'd love to see Ryan Sandberg, <laughs> like at 68 Thomas years old on the same team, like the original the Tommy John pair his Tommy John again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that would, that would be cool. Um, and I feel like there's probably some retired professional baseball players that could still bring the heat. I bet Nolan Ryan could still get it into the mid eighties. Um, How if old he's still is alive. Nolan Ryan? <laughs> I don't know. You Google that while I, while I pontificate more. Older than you think. <laughs> um, I, I like the idea that, um, Oof. college <laughs> is he 72, 74 years old. Oh. <laughs> that would be something to behold. I bet he could pitch his age. <laughs> he could pitch faster than me. Yeah. Well, that's well, not saying a whole lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So I really like the idea that uh, there are some young uh, men out there who had their like had their hearts set Cup on of coffee. major league baseball player, and like they just never made it to the big show. But now they're representing the United States of America at the Summer Olympics. That is pretty cool. However. They're probably going to get destroyed by the Japanese. Exactly. And does anybody else play baseball? I mean, obviously, like the Dominicans and there's like the Central American. Yeah. So, so that's Japan, South Korea, very popular. And then some portions, but certainly not all portions of Latin America. So, Caribbean countries as well as Venezuela. uh, It's popular, but all of their best players have a team. Uh, they have a bobsled team, I heard, uh, <laughs> right. coming, but uh, I don't know if they have a baseball team. They're certainly not playing this year. Um, right. There's actually only six teams because, like you said, <laughs> there's not plays. that many countries that oh, give a man. shit. Right. All right. Well, I I think I'm against this. I feel like the Olympics, it, you're, you're competing to be the best in the world, and when you don't have the best people in that domain competing it's not cool but then at the same time uh when the u.s beat the soviets in uh hockey same kind of deal it's the same kind of deal and that made it so much more special and without that we wouldn't have had it but i don't know uh i'm against this is dumb let's (laughs) let's just you Let's just watch the World Series that takes place in the U.S. and Canada. <laughs> you are right. It is uh, incorrect, or it's uh, it's not the right thing uh, thing to do. That's why it hasn't been around since 2008. The Japanese kind of shoehorned it in because they knew they would win at yeah. the, in their own uh, at their own game. Uh, but I'm hey, for, maybe I think I'm clever. I think that that's a clever maneuver on their part. <laughs> it's very smart. Um, 
Yeah, that feels like something I would do if I were on the Olympic committee. You're like, hey, we're Japan. We don't ever win that many, many medals. Let's find one that we can definitely win. Uh, but hey, who knows? Maybe maybe uh, our geriatric Nolan Ryan can he's still got a few heaters left in his bag. Um, but who's no, managing is, the team? Is it? Like- I mean, Wikipedia will tell you that far quicker than I will. Yeah. But it's, you know, some former manager. It's it's, yeah. uh, you know. It's got actually kind of a weird story and a kind of a long tangent for a lightning round, but like the team that they were going to put together for 2020, when it was going to be 2020, it's a totally different group of people than who are available in 2021. (laughs) So the guys who qualified, totally different group of people. Um, So it's, uh, it's, it's pretty interesting. They're kind of desperate for people um, this year, given the circumstances, but you're right. You know, the, the European representation is pretty minimal uh it's mostly people in the united states who have a lineage tied to those countries and then also japan and south korea um so it's not it's not the olympics which is meant to be the best of the best you know competing um it's just not so against okay um Mike, my next topic is Amazon Prime Day. Um, I'm, I forgot to send you a card and wish you a happy Amazon yeah, Prime happy Day. Prime so Day. I apologize. Um, I believe it took place yesterday or the day before. Um, I, I can't remember. Is do you care about this at all? Is this stupid? Do do we do we like this? Do we not like this? Are you for or against Amazon Prime Day? I have Amazon Prime. I purchase things off Amazon often, but I do so. Um, knowing that that uh, I'm just putting a little bit more money in Papa Bezos's Bezos <laughs> purses, um, I try to avoid <laughs> Amazon whenever I can. Uh, he made seventy four million dollars during the pandemic, and then also stopped unionization from a plant that was primarily from people who are uh, uh, underserved in this country. Um, so, not necessarily the type of guy, the type of organization to uh, to really look after. But him, it's easy. Uh, I will uh, confess that I did look um, if there was anything on on uh, Prime Day to purchase, but uh, no, I don't wake up on Prime Day morning and run down the stairs and see what what old Santa Bezos has left for me. Um, I'm against this generally, but I am also a hypocrite. And if I did see a good deal, I would have pulled the trigger, but still would have said against. Yeah, I think my sentiment is pretty similar uh, to, to what you just outlined. I did not buy anything, um, but I, I think I probably bought something the day before and probably the day after. <laughs> um, and so, it, you know, Amazon, it's all about the convenience. Um, you can't beat it. It's so convenient. For, for better or worse, you know, it is what it is. It'll be there tomorrow <laughs> sometimes the same day and um i choose not to think too deeply about how they're able to execute that um and that's probably the way it should be we don't need a holiday to celebrate um our I'll, denial I'll, I'll tell a confession and the reason why i use amazon most is like when i really need something in two days uh this has happened a lot like roscoe was out of food or about to be and i needed it um and uh, or my mom's birthday wishes today happy birthday mom (laughs) i needed to make sure that that was going to get there on time and it did um and so you know it is what it is (laughs) the world's not perfect and neither Uh, agreed all right we're on the same page um next topic mike what do you have uh i've got uh two uh products to share with you so this one is also going to be a link links uh yes the next two are going to be products um, this one is right up your alley because I 
I've seen you build a fire and, and people actually compliment me on my fire making skills. And I learned everything I know from you. However, there is a product from the Bison Company called the Bison 420. Or if you're really a, 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 um, a, you know, a big spender, the, the, the Bison 520, which is Ooh. called the Air Lighter. Uh, this is a handheld device which will emit a one foot long, 2600 degree flame uh, out of your hand. And you could just literally, they say anything, set anything on fire. So you don't need kindling. You don't need, you don't need charcoal. You could just put a bunch of logs and then just touch this thing to it for a couple of seconds. And it's on fire. Um, what do you think of this thing? Again, it basically looks like a gun that shoots a foot, foot and a half long uh, arc of flame. Yeah, it's like it actually looks like a uh, like if you go to the gas pump and like you're, you're filling up your car with that's gas a great point. instead of that's what it actually looks like. It oh, looks or, like you took a gas pump, started pulled the trigger, and then took a lighter to it. It actually looks like a what's uh, a little handheld vacuum called? What are those? Uh, yeah, like the dirt the dirt devil. Yeah, it looks like a dirt devil uh, made it from hell. With, a blowgun and <laughs> instead of it emits fiery flame. I mean, it's a blowtorch is what this thing is. Um, it's a blowtorch meets a flamethrower. I'm going to take a position on this that I think that uh, you might find surprising. I am for this for me personally. All right. I am not for this for the average individual. I think you should know how to start a fire. You should be able to go and you know, Mike, you scrounge up your, your Tinder and your, your, your kindling and then, you know, the, the fuel of your fire. You should probably be even be able to, to start a fire without matches or a lighter. And I'm not saying you have to rub two sticks together, but you should be able to maybe take some steel wool and a car battery and um, short circuit the, uh, the voltage. Suddenly you accidentally made a it. bomb, but start over. <laughs> or maybe like a magnifying glass or flint and steel. Um, like you should have some fire making skills. Uh, that That's like a, just a necessary survival skill you don't want to find yourself out in the woods and not know how to get a fire going That's you should also probably... scout on you you need to earn your air lighter is yeah what it, but but once you have that skill like it's in the bag like i'll start a fire i'll be fine um if i want to start a fire and this is going to save me the, the time and effort um then yeah i would probably go ahead and get myself the air lighter 420 i don't think i need the 520 i think the only difference is it has an led light uh it's rechargeable and it's even hotter and the, the <laughs> light is longer for the uh, maybe the i do want the 520 <laughs> both of these only have one review by the way but um <laughs> I'm for it for me, but if you don't know how to start a fire, uh, this is a shortcut that's only going to hinder you. So I'm against it for for non fire starting capable individuals. Mike, yeah, yeah, you're you're on the right path. I am also for this, um, but it does seem incredibly dangerous <laughs> <laughs> because it you you think oh dirt devil, I'm going to vacuum this up real quick, and all of a sudden your house is on fire. Like this is, um, it looks very cool though. I kind of want to holster for it and, and shoot it out. But um, yes, for responsible adults who are going to use it <laughs> appropriately. So not me, but you, uh, I am for it for you. All right. Thank you. 
um, my next topic um, is actually going to go into the uh, crypto NFT realm of things. All right, here we go. If you're following this space at all, you have almost certainly heard of Beeple's $69 million um, sale of his 5,000 um, every days. Um, you've probably maybe even heard of CryptoPunks, which are 10,000 um, uh, generatively created. Um, the masked unique, green alien went for several million dollars. Yeah, unique pixel art characters. Um, and like Mike said, those have gone for millions of dollars. Well, there's a, a new uh, crypto project uh, called the Bored Ape Yacht Club. Mike, I've put a link into the chat. Um, I know that you're not super deep into the, uh, the I have, crypto scene. I have some, some cryptos. You have a crypto named after you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd like you to, to scroll down to the website and you'll, you'll get an idea that there's 10,000 uniquely designed um, ape characters. Um, and like some of them have laser eyes, some of them have 3D goggles, some of them have a uh, Pablo Picasso esque uh, striped <laughs> uh, sailing shirt. Sure, uh, sure. What do you think of these? Don't look at the price. I just want you to tell me, looking at these images, like, are these kind of cool? Would you like to have one of these? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> I, I get the idea of non-fungible token of, of digital art being transferred over, you know, and having a value that we've all decided and protected using the blockchain. That I understand that I'm on board with because everything is turning digital. Why not art? Um, but, you know, this is just a straight up copy of those crypto punks from 2017. Um, it's just a bunch of different monkeys wearing different clothes and, and it's just a collection. There's no, I don't, I'm not seeing uh, art is meant to move me from my current state, right? Uh, have a type of a, the goal of it, whether I do or not, is to have an emotional reaction beyond my current existence. I'm not getting that from any of these monkeys, and I don't think they should be. There's 10,000 of them, which makes them less valuable to me, not more. Um, so I'm against these. I don't want a monkey, unless, of course, you're paying for it. That I do <laughs> very much do. All right. Uh, well, I had a slightly different reaction. I don't own one. Um, but when I first came across these, I should have bought one because they're now going for thousands of dollars. And um, I think when I first saw them, they were going for tens oh, they're going for like one point five Ethereum. Wow, that's yeah. like three grand. Like three grand, right? So, um, and that I think that's on the low side. Some of them have gone for a lot because this generative art—it's basically like you have an artist who designs these, you know, features, and then there's an algorithm that like combines them together. And so what makes one more rare than another is that it has a feature that algorithmically was not selected, um, you know, from, by a human being, by well, no, by the, the by the algorithm, by right. the, the computer that like ran the process. And so if it has like an eye patch or a certain hat or blowing a, a bubble from like bubble gum, then it's potentially more rare. Um, I think these are kind of cool. I was drawn to them. I think that the characters are kind of cool. Um, but the, the price are just like insanely ridiculously expensive now. I like uh, 
art that is accessible and not exclusionary. And this is like baked in to be like, it's called the board ape yacht, a uh, board ape yacht club. It's a club I'm that you're rich. not a part of. And so this is mostly preying on people's desire to be part of something that's bigger than themselves. So I think, I think I'm against this particular project. Uh, but if, uh, the bottom drops out and, uh, people realize that this is not worth $4,000 and I could pick one up for 10 to $40. I'd probably buy one, I think. Yeah. All right. On to you, Mike. All right. Is this our final one? This is our final one. I do have two additional ones. So if you have another one, (laughs) we'll save them for next. I had a back. Okay. Very good. Keep them in the bag. Keep people wanting more. Sure. Uh, No encores here. Uh, This last (laughs) one goes out to my dear friends, uh, Lexi and Robert Silver. Uh, who are collectors themselves, not of, of crypto art, but of bathroom fixins. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a bathroom fixin that they may not have uh, thought of yet. Um, I've just dropped a link. Dropped a what? The <laughs> Dro- <laughs> uh, this is um, the uh, a nightlight in your toilet bowl. Uh, there's a lot of different companies that make it. This one I've shared with you is a company called Ortiz. For $13.99, you can have a 16-color motion-activated toilet light that fits into your bowl. Um, I'll, I'll go first because this is the last <laughs> one. Um, and I have some thoughts. Your uh, last one. Sometimes. Second to last one. for the Oh, evening. that's true. Okay. Then you can go first in your last one, too. Um, <laughs> okay. The... Um, the uh, you know, as you get older, sometimes you have to, not every night, but sometimes you have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. And you don't want to disturb if there's an, disturb somebody if there's, if they're nearby in, in the same bed as you. And I imagine this frequency will, will, uh, the frequency will increase, uh, over time. Uh, this is something I'm cons- actually legitimately considering buying because I do get yelled at. Uh, because I'm in a between a rock and a hard place of turning on a light and waking everybody up, uh, or uh, uh, you know, missing. Uh, to to be frank, um, so what do you think? I'm not sure. Sure, I need all 16 colors, but uh, do you want a uh, something that's attached to your toilet bowl that lights it up like a rave in the 60s, 70s, 90s, 90s? <laughs> that's the, that's um, the raves were. I think I'm for this. I, I think that these are kind of cool. I am concerned about changing the battery. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a little goopy. Yeah. Well, uh, so it actually sits just outside. So it okay. may make your toilet seat lopsided. That's the one worry that I have. I'm going to have to check the reviews. I don't know. Cause there's a little, there's things underneath the actual seat itself. You should be fine. Um, I think that this is, this is kind of interesting. Um, I don't need the like the neon party, but I would like. I would probably set it to the the one of the shades of blue, just a you know cool, calm, relaxing blue. Help guide you know, down the runway. Up. Exactly. Um, and then I think especially once my son is old enough to not pee in his diaper, <laughs> um, this might be like mandatory because I. <laughs> can only imagine how messy that's going to be when we get to that point. Uh, we're not there it's yet. There's a freewheeling spirit at the yeah, moment. You've told me right. about this. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm for this. I can see this in my future. <laughs> All right. I think I may go to Amazon. <laughs> <and buy it. laughs> Sounds good. Um, All right. 
my last topic uh, is uh, boat life. Mike, does the idea of going to the lake and hanging out on a boat, maybe doing some tubing or water skiing or, or just piloting the craft, uh, drinking this is a, a motor cold boat. ones, a motorboat. Yeah, we're talking lake motor boat life, not talking about a canoe and a kayak. I'm talking about we're not talking about a sailboat, which is a no, lot of work. That's a whole different sort of thing. I'm talking about uh, like a either a ski boat or a pontoon boat. Think, you know, lake motorboat hanging out on the water all day. Is that appealing to you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I love being on a boat. Um, boats are really fun. I've been on Lake Michigan. I've been on smaller lakes in Illinois. I've been on lakes here in Texas. Um, it, it's, it's something um, unique about the experience of, of really kind of separating yourself from, from land for a minute. Uh, it's much cooler out there. Uh, get a reprieve from the day to day. And it's, it's fun and unusual. Uh, but there is an old adage out there that does remain true that um, the only thing better than owning a boat is having a friend who owns a boat. But you do need to have some suckers buy this thing uh, in order for that adage to still be true or else no one would have any friends with boats. So I'm going to say four for my friends listening to this. If you want to buy a boat, I see no reason why you wouldn't do it. Please <laughs> buy a boat and invite me. Thank you. All right, Mike, we're on the same wavelength all night because I agree completely. Um, although I think I might take it a step further. I might end up one day being your friend with the boat. Nice. Um, although I have a lot of concerns. I don't know anything about like the the legalities of boat ownership. I could very easily see in my future accidentally getting a DUI because apparently <laughs> it's illegal to have a beer while piloting a boat. I think it, it is. <laughs> I, I, is it? Like, I don't know. <laughs> so like, I can very easily see that happening. <laughs> and uh, I, I would hate to, I would hate for that to happen. To <laughs> I would too. Enjoying a cold one. And then all of a sudden I'm, a, I'm in jail. The boat, <laughs> the boat police who are incidentally just the police. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so I, I think I need to do some more research. Uh, I think I need to have not just a friend with a boat, but I need to have a boat life mentor to just okay. guide me along the way. Let me know where you what gonna you put can the do, boat. what you can't do. Um, you live in winter, so where are you going to put the boat? Well, I mean, there are there's there's boat cold storage. Okay, um, see, that, that costs money. That's why you need a friend. Yeah, I think I think that uh, this is not in my near future. Okay. I think that this is like uh, down the line when you're like peeing, after I've when you're peeing, paid off my house frequently. Yeah, yeah. Like once I'm Nolan Ryan's age, <laughs> getting into boat life um, at that point. So I, I'm four and Mike, you're welcome to join me anytime. Um, before we wrap, I have a quick update. Thanks, um, I, I, Mike, you'll remember last week we talked about Briping.com, the coffee freebasing. <laughs> um, and we we looked and saw that they had a countdown to when they were anticipating shipping, which was 81 days. And I had maybe thought that this was a static number that would not change, but I went and checked it today, 75 days to ship. It's so if changing. you want to get your coffee freebasing mechanism, uh, please go to Briping.com. All right, that's it. That is our show. Mike, thanks for joining me. And thank thanks, you for Mike. listening, everybody. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at For or Against Pod. We don't really post anymore, but you can still find us there from when we did.
<laughs> oh, I think maybe we should some more. Maybe we should. Tell a friend and aunt or an uncle about our show. Subscribe if you haven't. And uh, write a review on Apple Podcasts. And we will catch you next time. Bye. Just old friends on the podcast. We build a defense on ridiculous topics. Are you for or against? Discussing random issues. Man, this show is immense. So tune in and choose a side that you sit on the fence. Man, we debate a lot of issues. Boy, where do we start? I also drink milk and self-driving cars. You listening now to for or against? So turn the volume up. This is for or against.